well, well, well. Good evening, John. Good evening, Ben. What a fucking terrible start to the show. It is what it is, right? It is what it is. Like Shalini says in the chat, it wouldn't be chasing descent without a tech hiccup. Indeed, you're very bright. Very bright. Hold on, I can I can sort that. Give me a second. Let me, because I've got a big white panel firing at me. That's How's that? Better, better. Yeah, yeah. Right, yes, we are off indeed. Thank goodness, we've got 15 viewers Ooh. already. That's 15 viewers watching beautiful. nonsense and an well, extended it's, intro. It's never nonsense, is it? I mean, we don't actually have to run the intro this time because you've already done it. Ooh. Yeah, 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 we you have. Right, I'm looking at you on the show, and I must say, your camera is. I, I it do. Is. I like this. I like this camera. Do you know what I really like? I like the lighting. Yeah, yeah. The lighting is almost exclusively provided by the monitors. It it's re it's soft, but it's really nice. Indeed. Shows you in a very good light. It's, it's really flattering. Dark. Yeah, yeah. You didn't see all the crags and divots. And one thing I will say is, my backdrop will be changing. Soon. Oh, you're going away from the bricks, are you? No, they're staying put. I'm just adding. I'm going to be adding a shelving unit here that's got guitar holders built in, and okay. then that and the guitars will be hanging, and uh, yeah, it should look pretty nice. Should look pretty nice when it's done. Cool, cool. Um, and I may change the lighting. I might take out the blue light. Yeah. Yeah, I've moved away know. from the purple. Yeah, the I might purple. take out the blue light. Oh, but anyway. Right. The only thing that's missing is the crackle of an open fire it's John that says militant mushroom. It's a bit early for that, mate. Do you know what? When we finally move into a proper studio, this one, you will have a bonfire here. <laughs> Yeah. yeah <laughs> I'll just could, be standing there crying, going, it's finally. I thought gone. you were going to say we could get a wood burning stove. Oh, we could get a wood burning stove in the studio, but we'll have a nicer, <laughs> nice wood burning session first, I guess. It wasn't nappy today up here. Is it cold? Well, it wasn't. Am I going to have to take a jacket? Yeah, bring a jacket because it's actually quite mild outside. Okay. Yeah, it's quite mild. Uh, can anyone see the blue moon? Asks Trudy. Mm. Haven't looked. So Not going to lie. Haven't looked. <laughs> um, unfortunately, there's no windows in this studio, Trudy. None. There used to be. There used to be windows in this summer house. I boarded over them. Inside and out. <sighs> so it became a shed. No. Yeah. How was the shed made out of? Not what this is made out of. Oh, really? So it's not well, made I'm... of. It's not made of either tongue and groove or overlap panels. Well, the Screwed outside together. Is... Yeah, yeah. Oh, is it right? Right. Okay. So, what would one make a shed out of? I mean, the inside is plaster, plasterboard. Yeah. Well, that's you can put plasterboard on the inside of a shed, which is what you have done. <laughs> Very bodgy as well. 
Put it this way, you don't hire experts to do it for two grand. You don't. Oh, he's coughing. He's got the coof, and he's getting on a plane tomorrow. I've not got the coof. <laughs> uh, I miss the original shed, Shalini. It's still standing. In fact, if you'd like, when I take you for a drive on Saturday morning, I shall take you to see the original shed. Oh, is that in the different premises? Yeah, it's not here. Right. Yeah. Apparently you have Omicron 57 or whatever. Oh, Harold, are you coming to Brighton on Saturday? I've got you something are welcome. to put in you. In the... He is sweet! Well, we shall meet you at the entrance of Brighton Pier around midday. How does that sound? Mm -hmm. You'll, yeah. you'll recognise us because we'll look like the bunch of oddballs that are completely out of place. We'll be wearing carnations. Well, he'll recognise us because he's seen us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <sighs> Indeed. Indeed. But anyway, John, what's been going on in the world then? Oh, the world's gone to pants, babe. Pants. See, I watched an interview with, I don't know if you've got this on the list, but I, I was watching an interview with Tucker Carlson earlier, and he yeah, made Orban. some predictions. With Orban? No. All oh, right, okay. Who was he interviewing? No, I think it was Adam Carolla. No, I haven't and, seen that one. And Tucker made some predictions. First of all, he predicts that USA will be in a hot war with Russia within the next 18 months. Um, as in boots on the ground, fighting. He says that they have to be in order for the democratic establishment to hold on to power. And he also predicted that Donald J. Trump will be assassinated. That's a big prediction. Hmm. Could happen. But I well, mean, that could, anything could happen. I mean, the thing is, so, I mean, let's talk about Trump then, since he's on the cover. Let's talk about him. So, that yeah. kind of changed my mind a little bit, right? I think, okay. um, I think he, I think he could do it because, you know, what this last one has done for him, this last indictment. Well, it, it, the mugshot alone has raised him like seven million dollars, yeah. hasn't it? But not even, yeah, well, it has on merch, but not even the mugshot. It's the fact that he was booked in the Fulton County Jail, right? And he got a mug shot and fingerprinted and they told everybody he's waiting. And the thing is, his weight and height is coming across as the same as an NFL <laughs> quarterback's. Yep. So I thought he had lost weight, and he has, because he was booked at well over 240 when he was in the presidency. So he's yeah. down at 215. So, yeah, he has lost weight. And you can see it in his face. So without being... Most of these people are being, you know, the, oh, God, there was a whole bunch of them on, like, Good Morning America or something. Anyway, he, he weighs more like 280 or, you know, 300. He, he doesn't weigh that. You can see it in his face that he's lost a power of weight. So, yeah, yeah, I can believe he's down at about 215. And for somebody who's six feet three, that's actually all right. He's not far off the the median. So um, so there's that, right? Um one, he's, he's looking good, he's looking mean. He still seems to have, generally, is what's about him, but being booked in a county jail has given him, has given him solidarity with the black folk because I he's have, now 
He's now one of the blacks because he's been oppressed. He's been picked on. He's been put in jail. So the blacks are going, yeah, he's my white. And you can't say anything else, you know what I mean? I've seen a lot. This is just a cursory glance, but I've seen a lot lot of, of black people on TikTok making this exact point. Yeah. They are saying, you know, Look what they've done to him. If you really want to, and, and they're saying if you really want to shit on the people who are screwing you, then you need to vote for for Donny J. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I think he's he's getting the black vote. He's getting the black well, vote. He, he's already got the white vote. The guy's unstoppable now. I mean, um, he'll 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 probably pick that little obsequious, slimy character called Vivek, who I I do not like at all. Right. Right. You might want to like him, but he's going through the motions, he's saying all the right things. He's I mean, see that ten things he rhymed off, you know? There mm. are two genders, there are blah blah. It, it just it was so slick, it was so disingenuous that you can't believe him. He he does look like a snake oil salesman. I really don't like him. I don't like him at all. Yeah. I think he's in the mold of Obama, except on mm-hmm. the right instead of the left. Um, but I think um, Donald Donald would be the best thing that would happen to America. Now, did you see the Tucker interview with Orban? I haven't seen that yet. No, I've seen that one. And Orban was saying very good things about Trump. <laughs> he's saying he's the only thing that's going to stop this war, right? Mm-hmm. He says if it, if he'd been if he'd been in power, the war would never have started. Mm-hmm. Right, because he would have sorted it before it would have started, and secondly, he's the only one that's going to stop it. He's the only one that Orban says that has been good for America as far as foreign policy goes in decades, decades. And he's right; he is right. You know, as far as foreign policy went, he was pretty fair. And yeah, UK would stand up at home and bang on about China. And, you know, how they were stealing all these jobs. But they were. <laughs> but let me give people a reality check. Right, a little bit of a reality check. And, you know, I'm I'm no fan of any politician. But when people argued about his so-called Muslim ban and called him racist and called him this, that and the other, mm-hmm. what they failed to mention or realise even is that the countries on the list that, that he made were given to him by Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. So it really wasn't his ban; it was more of an extension of an Obama-era policy. Yeah, yeah. Because Barack Obama was going to do this anyway. Yeah. So <clears throat> no, I mean, and I, I know that. I mean, I know that Trump's no great, and, and there are no saviors, right? But I know Trump's not a no. great savior. But generally, he did. He did a better job than the rest of them, and he sold it better, especially abroad. He made America well, not not the big bully. He made them more like the friendly uncle, which Joe Biden pretends to be, but unfortunately he's the friendly uncle that takes you to the coal cellar. If you I'm know what man. I mean. Come on, man. Corn pop. <laughs> oh dear! Oh dear! Creepy Uncle Joe, indeed. So, what's Uncle Joe going to do now, right? Because mm. 
the only way he's getting street cred is if he suddenly goes, yeah, I did take five million in bribes. <laughs> so he can't get lifted for that because he wouldn't get back out. <laughs> and what about the reverend guy that got lifted for as part of this Rico nonsense in Atlanta, right? So did you see this? I, I didn't, but the whole Rico thing, it oh. just absolutely stinks to me. It so, really does. Apparently this guy went to <laughs> the neighbour of, a, of, a, of an electoral official or something and asked if they were okay because they hadn't seen them. <laughs> so before we continue this conversation, I'd like to welcome somebody I've never seen in the chat before. Expresso Mechanic TV. Ooh. Hello, welcome. Competition. Competition for Dreadeye. Oh. Unless he's just a mechanic. Unless he's not a mechanic and just an espresso. Espresso. Not espresso. What are you drinking tonight, John, anyway? I'm drinking the last time of John Smith's. I've only got two. Well, I've only got one left now. Are you nursing them? No, not really. No, not really. <laughs> the start was a bit fraught because hey, I couldn't guys, hear you. You're actually a 3D artist. Oh, yeah. Ben's an artist as well because he plays the guitar and he's in 3D, so does that make him a 3D artist? <laughs> bam, bam. Try the scampi. I'll be here all week. <laughs> I tell you what, though. Do you use something you like Unreal Engine or... Because see that we see that we guy up there called Chaz. We want him modelled so as we can use him. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. We want we want him to become our hecklefish. That's true. That's Press true. a fucking button. There you go. Chill, chill. Cinema 4D. Oh, fantastic. Mm, nice. Imagine us in 4D, John. It'd be terrifying. What is 4D? 4D is like 3D, so 3D visuals, but you also feel things in the room. <laughs> Steady on now. Steady on now. Getting a bit... Well, now. I suppose that's past the watershed, doesn't it? Well, well imagine I'm at <laughs> Uncle Joe in 4D. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The corn pop experience. <laughs> As you go into the cinema, you were handed a complimentary tube of lube. <laughs> right. Hey. What? Come on then, John. Well, Talk I was talking me, about I was talking about Trump. So I think I think Trump's got he's got a chance. I think now. I I think you're right. Um, I think that's like whole... I said just. Biden stuff's backfired on them. You know, this indict Trump. You know, it's really backfired. Well, this is, I think, why Tucker Carlson said, I believe his exact words were, we're on the fast track to assassination. Yeah. Because he said they've tried, they tried impeachment, it didn't work. Yeah. They, tr they tried indictment, it hasn't worked. So... There's only one option left, according to Tucker. And do you know what? I wouldn't be shocked. I wouldn't be shocked. And I know how 
I'm not, I'm not saying that I am making the same prediction, but I'm saying it's certainly something to think about. And I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. What yeah. a terrifying thought, really, isn't it? It is. Because, you know, I, mean, I, I, I want to... All right, okay. Sorry, that was dreadful. Well, oh, I, I want to make a point, right? I want to make a point, and that's that just like here in the uk in the united states these people are meant to be public servants <laughs> they're meant to be oh, fucking hell. nothing works <laughs> what have you broken no i was trying to make you full screen but i pushed the button and it just turned black i saw it and then you went full screen well yeah because i pushed the button next to it so i can go full yeah. screen but you can't oh it's don't worry about it don't it, worry it cuts me it. I know how you like your airtime, equal share and all that. Yeah, well, you know what? They can just see my beauty at half size. It's fine. It's fine. Don't worry. And some of you will be seeing my beauty in the flesh over the next few days, which I'm really quite looking forward to, actually. And, John, you have a flight in the morning, don't you? Yes, I have a flight tomorrow morning. Ten past nine, I'm supposed to depart this fair city and head south. And have you had any push notification from Sleazy Jet saying no. your flight's been delayed? No, the planes have been flying. Right, the planes were flying till like, past two o'clock last night, and they've been flying since before seven this morning. So they're obviously trying to catch up. Yeah, I'd say so. I'd say so. Uh, I had Shalini message me earlier, worried about your flight. I, you know, making sure are you gonna are you gonna get here? Are you gonna be here? Well, you know what? I'll either be there or I won't. Yeah, I mean, uh, they're they're excited to meet you. Spencer's taking us out for dinner tomorrow. Um, because I, do you know, what? I I was thinking about this, and I said to the wife actually, dinner, the amount of times John sat there on a show and gone, "You don't take me for fucking dinner, do you?" <laughs> well, say it, say it enough. To, I mean, as Donald Trump will testify, you say it often enough, people start to believe you. Well, he's taking you for dinner now. Mm-hmm. Well, that means I won't sit there and say that anymore. And he's taking us to a relatively middle-class restaurant as well. Dodgy, dodgy, dodgy. Yeah, very, very and dodgy. it's in the middle of nowhere. Oh, that's because he's going <laughs> to. That's because he's going <laughs> to dump us at the roadside <laughs> and make I love us. You two boys. Make us walk home. <laughs> oh, right. So yeah, yeah. So that's um, Trumpy boy. I think um, I think Trumpy boy's got a chance. I think he has. I I think he has. And like you said, you know, just go and look on TikTok and look at no. the people telling black people to vote for Trump. I've heard that. And I've actually heard of people installing TikTok so they could watch this. I, I wouldn't, but I don't do TikTok. I just can't stand it. But yeah. Yeah. Pardon me. It's, can't stand it's... it, but chasing dissent has over 8,000 followers on the platform. Yeah, I know, but they're all idiots. <laughs> Right. Oh dear. So, um, where should we go now? Should we come back to London? Where... You want to come back to ULEZ? <laughs> go on then. Well, the ULEZ expansion has gone live today, kind of, because I believe nine out of ten cameras have now been vandalised. Well, nine out of ten in the southern side of the city. The northern side side seemed to be less uh, vandal prone. I saw an interview today about the guy who got his case. Dismissed. Yes. Or actually, 
He's got a point because at no point when you drive into London does it say that you will be charged for the ULEZ. All it says is ULEZ, ultra low emission zone. Yeah, that's all, all it, it says. says. And you go, oh, lovely. That's an ultra low emission zone. That's great. I mean, yeah. like when you go over the Dartford Crossing, it says, this is a toll. Here's how to pay for it. Go to the mm-hmm. website. Don't forget, you've got until midnight. I forgot. I didn't pay for it. <laughs> he did forget. <laughs> I tried to pay that for is... it the next day and realised, oh, it's too late. Oh, well, I won't be paying for it. Didn't pay for it. Nah. And then um, I, I drive, I drive, 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 drive through the Dartford Crossing and I don't pay for it. And then they once tried to charge me and I went, oi, I'm in your system. And they were like, what do you mean? I was like, I'm, a, I'm a disabled man. I've got a blue badge. I'm in your system. And they looked it up and they went, oh, sorry, sir. Yes, you are in our system. Thank you. There you go. Thank you very much. Same with the old congestion charge in London. Because you've not just got the ULEZ, have you? You've got the congestion charge as well. Yeah. Yeah, but I think the congestion charge, the signage saying that there is a charge for that. I mean, it's literally called the congestion charge. Yeah, yeah. You are now entering the congestion charge zone. Well, there you go. But, um, yeah. But yeah. So these things are I, all I, nonsense because, I mean, Can's, going, Can's making interviews and things saying that we know that, I mean, people are saying we know that this makes a difference. Well, no, we, we don't actually. Because fact, any evidence any evidence I've seen is that it's made no difference whatsoever. Well, yeah. I agree, but he's actually going one further and saying this will save lives. Well, it won't. He's saying that. It won't. It and, won't. And There's not one shred of evidence for that. And then he'd be better fixing the underground. Well, I was actually about to shout out to ultra far left talk radio station LBC. Yeah, yeah. Because even they have today gone uh, produced a video where they've gone out with an air quality meter and said the air quality in London is absolutely fine. But if you go down on the underground, whoa. it's not. Danger, it's danger, not high voltage. Fine. Yeah. Yep. Um. Oof. Uh. Web Squirrel, never seen that one before. It's like saying we'll improve air quality by letting me pay twelve fifty to smoke indoors. Well, yeah, I mean, right. So if it was a problem, you wouldn't be able to pay a way out of it. It would just be banned. Well, exactly. Right? And this is the thing. This is the thing I brought up the other night. If you've got a forty-year-old car, uh-huh. you can you can get an exemption for, for you can get an exemption for road tax, you can get an exemption for an MOT, and you can get an exemption for the ULEZ charge, right? On a forty-year-old car, so you're vintage, driving about. Mate, you're driving about an XR3i, right, from nineteen eighty, and you're mm-hmm. bomb-proof. You, you're pumping out, God knows how much crap because you won't have a cat on it, and you know it'll just be awful. And yeah, you're exempt. So yeah, everybody just go and buy a forty-year-old car. Look, honestly, it doesn't make any sense. It uh, and it. It's not designed to make sense, and it doesn't need to make sense. Because like you said, you can pay your way out of it. And if everybody's paying their way out of it, the air quality is not changing. So yeah. how, how, how is this anything but a tax on the poor? It's a, it's a money-grabbing exercise, yeah. That's all it is. It's just a money-grabbing exercise. It's I'd another like control see... mechanism. 
I'd love to see one shred of tangible, measurable evidence, not modelling, evidence from Sadiq Khan that a single life has already been saved by the ULETs. And I guarantee you he can't produce it because it hasn't happened and it's not true. Yeah. Yeah. Beats and Tape says, uh, bring back indoor smoking. Where? Well, in pubs and stuff, oh, I guess. See, I'd, I, know, I know this sounds wrong, right? But it's such a joy being able to go out and, and enjoy yourself and have a drink without having to come back in and detoxify and de-louse, you know? I mean, let's face it, let's face it, when you came back from a night at the pub, you basically had to leave your clothes outside or you would stink up the house. I mean, and if you wanted to stay clean, if you wanted your bed to stay clean, you had to go for a shower before you went to bed. It was a horrifying experience going out to a pub when people could smoke. It really was. And then worse was restaurants. When people would start smoking beside you while you're eating. So you're eating your dinner and the guy next to you is finished and he goes, oh, you don't mind? Well, he wouldn't even say that. They normally just light up and start puffing smoke everywhere and you're like, ah, fuck's sake. Yeah. And he's got, and I would be, I mean, at one point I did actually stand up and say to him, I hope you don't mind if I piss all over you because that's my waste product from my drinking and I'm getting nothing but your waste product from your vice. <laughs> He looked a bit shocked at that. <laughs> I'm introducing a new segment, John. Yeah, go on. Congratulations, Sadiq Khan. You are chasing descent a hole of the week. Okay, well done. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should just call him Cant of the Week. <laughs> he's oh, he's Cant. Of the week. Cant of the Week. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Um right, okay, we're now we're now let's get the let's get the um get the serious stuff out of the way with Charlie. There isn't a lot. Um so let's go briefly to Maui. Yes, let's go back to Maui. Yeah, let's go back to Maui. So <clears throat> apparently there's a shitload of kids missing, right? Right. Which and let's be honest, this isn't to be unexpected since apparently the schools sent them all home in the middle of the day when mm. the parents were at work, right? Yeah. So they either went home to empty houses or grandmothers or whatever. So apparently there's a crap load of kids missing. And when I say a crap load, we could be talking four figures, 1,000, 2,000. One's not sure. Wow. Right? It's a lot of kids missing. There's a lot of people unaccounted for as well, right? So there's no doubt that, I mean, I was listening to the cops talking about this and they're saying, we've covered all the open ground. That's about 85% of the ground and recovered everybody that had died there. And then we've got, pardon me, um, now, now they're going to start taking down layers of buildings that have fallen down. They'll hopefully recover people from that. So, I, I mean, it's a horror story, right? It's a horror story. Please. Now, I was quite surprised, actually, because I was listening to Adam Curry uh, last night, and um, he's in the same boat as me. 
Right. We both know that Jew exists as a weapon, right? Yeah, but we don't does. think it's got anything to do with what happened in Maui. It was shitty infrastructure. And he's right. And and the more I'm hearing about the infrastructure, apparently there was like some of the some of the distribution cables had lost all their insulation. Oh dear. Before the fire. <laughs> so so like the cable if the cable comes down, it's just gonna zonk out straight away. So what gets me is that's Hawaii Electric, I think, is the, the the company. Surely that company is culpable for this. Because I would say yes. They were talking about doing an infrastructure upgrade last year and they never did it. Because I don't know well, why. Something to do with money, maybe. I think it's more multi-layered and nuanced than that because how much of Hawaii Electric is owned and funded by the government? I am not sure. Is that where their budgets come from? I, Are I, they a private company? I don't know, but I because think that company is definitely culpable for what's occurred because it hasn't kept its infrastructure up to scratch, and it's almost certainly the infrastructure that caused these fires. Now, when fires like this start, I mean, brush control isn't... See, apparently brush control was never done in Hawaii. They didn't do brush control. a bad thing. No, that's a great thing. Because they didn't do brush control and they had fires every year and they didn't really go daft about putting the fires out. So the fires would keep the brush under control, which is how nature intended it, right? Yeah. So nature does the land management and it works. You get the odd burn, but all you do is you protect your houses and things and you let nature sort the rest out. And that's fine. But then they started doing brush control around about 2019 or something. And since and then, they've not is- had a big fire and let everything build up. So this appears to be uh, a tragedy of errors. Yeah, I think so. I, I don't think I, I don't think it's anything deliberate. I, I really don't. I mean, you can shoot me down if you want, but until you can show me proof, I think it's 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 back to it's back to people not keeping on top of their game and not doing things right. Yeah, and and other major fires are arson have been yeah. linked to arson. Well, seventy nine people... arrested in Greece. Yeah, dozens of people arrested in Greece. People arrested in Canada. Yep. Um, this is not the big cc as i'm going to call it it's not this is this is a a tragedy of errors when it comes to maui poor infrastructure they're saying it was a downed power line that started this yeah so that's not the big cc that's a downed power line that started a fire and then like you say in greece in canada a lot of these things are deliberately started by people who you will often not always but often find are part of the activist groups who campaign against the big CC. It's like they're trying to create a self-fulfilling prophecy. And going on to self-fulfilling prophecies, you should go and check out my new article over on ChasingDescent.com. It's called Just Say No. Indeed it is. You enjoyed it, didn't you, John? Yeah, it was well well done, yeah. Thank you. Um, I... I have a clip. Right. It's, it's audio only, right? 
Yeah. From from um, coast to coast. So you're going to feed me the audio down the line? Yeah, well, you can listen to it. I mean, it's it's um, it's a couple of minutes long, but it's about a guy talking about stuff from a book that was written by Zabrinsky in the 70s, and this guy's talking mm-hmm. in 1995. And he makes a yeah. lot of sense. And then the... I haven't clipped the rest of it, but they get a guy from Maui on talking about high-pitched noises that everybody's hearing. But that's in 1995, right? Um, So I'm going to play it. You should be able to see us. If you want to speak about it, put your hand up and I'll pause it. Because if you just start speaking, we'll get get echo, okay? Talked about tonight, the idea of mental disruption. I mean, this is the root of who we are as Americans, who we are as three people. When you can interfere with the way people think, you can forget about what we say, you can forget about the projection of what we might write, because if you can't think clearly, none of those things matter. So this is really striking, and this is, from my political background, this is what strikes me the most. The most profound thing is, here's a technology that is capable of disrupting the way you know the way we think. And, and going the big new Brzezinski who wrote in the early 70s about this technology, projecting that someday it would come about. He said, a more controlled and They're getting a lot of echo. ...gradually appear linked to technology. And then the quote that I pulled from his book was unhindered by the... They're getting a lot of echo. It's only Adam that's complained about it, so let's keep going. Oh, it's fine now. It's fine when I turn you off, but you won't be able to hear it. Okay, I'll just turn it on on the YouTube. Okay. Go back slightly so you can hear it, people. Right. So I'll leave you off. It would gradually appear linked to technology. And then the quote that I pulled from his book was, unhindered by the restraints of traditional values, this elite would not hesitate to achieve its political ends by using the latest modern techniques for influencing public behavior and keeping society under close surveillance and control. Technological and scientific momentum would then be freed on the situation it exploits, unquote. This was the national security advisor to Jimmy Carter, and he was predicting this technology within the book that I had mentioned earlier called Between Two Ages. You know, it's a funny thing, Doctor. I I recall some uh, early comedies, uh, and I can't recall the name of the show. It doesn't matter. I think it was Barney Miller or something, um, where people would come running in and claim that uh, the telephone company microwave was causing their brain to go scattered and was affecting them. And, you know, they were total nutcases. And it's from comedy and science fiction to today's science reality. And Indeed it is. So he's talking about mind control and using things like harp and stuff like that to control people's right. thought patterns. Which is quite interesting. I mean, it was the show goes on for seven hours, so you're not going to get all of it in a in a, in a two minute clip, you know. But it's no. definitely interesting. Um, I tried to find out who the guy was. Yeah. But when I went back on YouTube, it had gone. So I don't know what the hell's going on. You've entered the Twilight Zone. 
But yeah, uh, and, and then the guy comes on talking about Maui, and I was going to clip that, and then I thought, no, nah, it's maybe just going a bit too far. But so the other thing, the governor, and I think the governor's got a lot to answer for in Maui as well, because he was going on about, he was going on about like the warning sirens didn't work. And yeah, okay, they're normally used for tsunamis and things, but they would have been useful, right? Because at least people would go, hold on, it's not test day. So that's going on. I'll maybe go and look up the radio or the TV or something or the internet yeah. and see what's happening. But no, no, they they just didn't work. So that's a bit that's a bit lax. As I think there's a lot of questions here need answered. According to Militant Mushroom, free systems failed to work. Well, you know what? I can believe that. I can believe that because look at look at San Francisco just now. There's a freaking load of systems not working there. You yeah, know. There is an app in San Francisco where you can find out where the most amount of human defecation is on any given street. Why? Uh, so you can avoid it, John. <laughs> All right, okay. Yeah, so you well, can avoid you, it. Maybe you were looking for, like, stuff for your garden? I don't know. No, 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 no. Uh, apparently, San Francisco is just covered in human poop. Yeah. All well, of the time. Much like India. Um, I, 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 I don't think Maui's as sus as you think it is. I really don't. I think it's a... It's and I would say a comedy of errors if it was funny, but it's not funny. I think it's a tragedy. It's a human tragedy on a grand scale that's been caused yeah. by lack of investment, lack of people doing their job, complacency, and um, you know just general apathy. I think that's what's caused it. I don't think it's. I don't think it's deliberate as such, but mm. it's 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 definitely culpable. You know, they're, they're, they shouldn't be doing that. Shouldn't have been done. Uh, metaphorical heads should probably roll. Yeah, yeah, they should. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I think so. Uh, and before we do move on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, if you are enjoying the show, then please don't forget to give us a little like. And, of course, do the most important thing you can do, which is subscribe and share. If you're not subscribed already, I've seen a couple of new faces in the chat tonight, and uh, we're really happy to have you. So welcome and uh yeah, let's let's continue on with the show. Yes, indeed. So I got some um, I got some information from someone in Dutchland about these F sixteens. Right. <laughs> Apparently, they're all hanger queens. Right, they're all on their last legs. Of course. <laughs> um, there's only about of nine course. of them fit to fly. The rest are all half cannibalized and clumped together. So it's like, it, it, <clears throat> I, I I did put this tweet out the other day. I said translation. You know, when some Zelensky says Holland are you know, the Netherlands are giving us forty one or something, F sixteens or something. Translation. Holland's getting rid of all its forty year old airframes <laughs> so that it can yeah. buy shiny new planes. And basically that's what they're doing. Because <clears throat> you ship them to Ukraine and Ukraine scraps them by throwing them into the meat grinder that is Russia <laughs> and then Netherlands gets shiny new planes and doesn't have to pay for the disposal of the old ones. Yeah, yeah. No, that's exactly what's happening. That's what's happening with everybody who's giving them equipment, no matter what the I equipment know. is. Oh, we need some new tanks. Let's get rid of the old ones. Let's just, you know, catch them off to Ukraine, oh, send them over there. That's a point, Adam. Did you find out how many tanks we've got left? 
Yeah, no, you were supposed to find that out. Did you find that out? Please tell me you found that out. <laughs> He's going to go, no, I didn't find that out. Yeah, we know you got that. Hey, I, I, I'd like to say something about climate change, okay? And, and the big climate... CC. What? The big CC. Yeah, I'd like to say something here. about it, because... You know how it gets reported an awful lot like this? You know, this is the hottest July since, you know, 1976 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Right? Or this is the coldest um, January since 1962 or whatever like that. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're always telling you about this is a new record since such and such a date. But does that not negate the whole premise of climate change? Because you're telling us it used to be hotter in the past and it used to be colder in the past. So let's just think about that, people. What they're saying negates what they're saying. You know? I mean, the whole thing's crazy. The climate is changing. It does. It changes all. This channel is going to deny that. It changes every day. Yeah, it does. It changes. And unfortunately, the people responsible for interpreting it don't know what they're talking about. Let's yeah. let's let's be completely honest here. Even the Met Office, who are Britain's weather, you know, weather SARS, who give you the all of the weather information for the day that then disseminates down to all of your news outlets, are very often wrong. Very often they're not right. And if they can't even get it right for tomorrow. How are we supposed to expect that the models for 30, 50 years down the line can be correct? We can't. Indeed. I don't know what the Dutch are getting as replacements for, probably typhoons or something, but, you know, they certainly don't want the F-35. Another one crashed in training yesterday, killing the pilot. Yeah, I mean, I I do like a typhoon. Do you? I do. Yeah, I was I was watching a typhoon the other day doing a doing a flying noisy display buggers. Noisy. They are noisy buggers. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay. Okay. Let's move on. Anyway. Mastodon. Pterodactyl. Power Rangers. <laughs> so that's that's Mastodon <laughs> thing that was supposed to be the savior of free speech, right? Yep. Appears to have just. Descended then into a morass of echo chambers that block free speech. Yes, because and, and again, this comes from no agenda. Because I was listening to Adam Curry banging on about this, because they they started with Mastodon servers quite early. You know, they built their own Mastodon server and had all their chat group going on it. We had one for a Just while, briefly. <laughs> yeah, we did long before it became a thing. <laughs> yeah. But um, but now you get apparently he says as soon as you join Mastodon, as soon as you you know um, what do you call it? Integrate Sign up. or whatever. No, well you know how if you've got a server you can link up with all the other Mastodon servers. Yes, you can. Yeah, yeah. But you only share certain stuff. Well, apparently they give you a block list and they tell you the people and the sites and things that you should block, and apparently. No agenda should be blocked for hate speech, hateful speech. I mean, they do, they they actually do exactly what we do, and they and they did it first, and they do it better. I'll be fair. I mean, I'll be fair, right? Nobody does it better. Nobody does it better. 
Nobody does it better. You're the best. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, yeah. So, yeah. But, I mean, what a disaster of a system. And that's the one Donald Trump Trump decided to steal and copy, remember? Yeah, for Truth Social. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you know what? Let them have their little echo chamber. I don't care at the end of the day. Now, hear me out here. They want to do what they want to do as long as they're up front about it and they say, look, we don't want these type of people here. This is not really a platform. It's a publisher. Then you know what? I'm not going to go there. It's as simple as that. But if you're going to represent yourself as a platform, the platforms opinion and speech and theories or whatever it is then you need to do it equally because if you don't you're not a platform you're a publisher and i've got no problems i've got no qualms with people turning around or companies turning around and saying you know what we are for this 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 opinion we are for this just be fucking honest about it just be up front and then i just really couldn't give two shits i i still have hope the social media platforms will see the writing on the wall with companies like Rumble, who are growing exponentially now. I think Rumble's getting worse. As it's getting bigger, it's getting worse. Well, it's not really at the moment censorious. Mm, it is. It's starting to be. You think? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Fair enough. They're offering to host this, and this leads me into our my next thing. They're offering to host Sound of Freedom at the moment, uh, Rambler, uh-huh. on pay per view because Netflix and Amazon Prime have declined to host it. Why? That's the million dollar question, isn't it? Why? They've just that they've just outright said no. We don't want it on our platform. So Rumble have turned around and said, you know what? We'll host it on a pay-per-view basis. I don't know. A deal could be struck in the background. But speaking of Sound of Freedom, we have tickets to see it in a cinema, John. Mm, Yeah. Here in the United Kingdom. And actually, one of the biggest cinema chains in the UK has got the balls to show it. I think they're the only cinema chain in the UK. But Cineworld is showing Sound of Freedom from tomorrow. So we are going with uh, Shalini and Vaughan in the chat uh, this Friday night to go and see Sound of Freedom. So I'm sure there will be some kind of review coming up next week on the channel. <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure there will. I'm not, not. Uh, I just want to see what all the fuss is about, really. Yeah. I really do. Oh, speaking oh, of fuss. Oh, Cineworld in Nottingham not showing it. Savoy is, though. Um, okay. Speaking of fuzz, fuzz. <laughs> fuzz, fuzz, fuzz. fuzz. Scotland, as you know, implemented a minimum alcohol price. They did, a long time ago now. Under the SNP because Mm -hmm. of our alcohol problem. And Mm -hmm. Scottish alcohol deaths are now at their highest in 14 years. Boom! (laughs) Go SNP! Well done. Round of applause, SNP. Uh, Yeah. Yes, Vaughan, and there are plenty of seats available, so you'll be able to get your tickets on the day. Um, 
Speaking of Scotland, uh, I'm looking at something here from UNN, okay? Uh, because Police Scotland is trending on Twitter. Okay. Listen to this. A man accused of homophobic comments towards Patrick Harvey has been arrested and charged by Police Scotland. Oh my His supposed crime, he called Harvey a deviant during a TV interview. Harvey in turn called the man a bigot and the police arrested him. Both of them? No. All right, okay. They literally... So, this man here... Um... Why didn't they arrest Harvey then? Well, of course, because he's part of the alphabet mob. I know. You, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got no problem with, with the alphabet people, as you all know. But I, I honestly think that this is getting ridiculous. Where, especially up there, John, your speech is oh. absolutely, it's, it's. You have no freedom of speech. I mean, you don't even have the illusion of free speech. No, yet, we John. don't. Don't. At least here in England, they at least try and give us the illusion. <laughs> oh, you have free speech, but uh, in Scotland, it's just no, mate. No, no. you can't do that, mate. Can't do no, that. No, mate. No, can't do that. Wait. I. I. Okay. Let's tell me about on. um. Tell me about the "Don't Tread on Me" thing. Oh. So in oh. Well, in the United States, a young 12-year-old boy was wearing a bunch of patches on his bag, including the Gadsden flag, which is the, the rattlesnake that says, don't tread on me on a yellow background. Um, and he was summarily suspended from school for wearing this and was told that, and, and there's a video to back this up, the teacher said it has its roots in slavery. And in racism. I mean, these things are, first of all, not true. Yeah. It doesn't have roots in slavery. It doesn't have roots in racism. Shall I tell you why the Gadsden flag exists? Go on. When the United States were at war with the Brits, they started thinking, how can we make these people tread carefully? So what they did, they sent a bunch of rattlesnakes over to the UK and they started dumping them in gardens. To make really? the Brits tread carefully. Don't tread on me. <laughs> Is that real? That's real. Oh my god. That's real. It's got <sighs> absolutely nothing to do with racism, nothing to do with slavery. It's about freedom from the Brits. There you go. But these people, and, you know, I'm, I'm not going to den it. First of all, I think anybody should be able to wear a Gadsden flag if they damn well please. But second of all, I guarantee you this teacher was flying pride flags in the in the classroom. Yeah, probably. Flying all sorts of woke symbolism. And now I've got no problem with flying pride flags. You want to fly your pride flag, you fly your pride flag. I don't care. But stop being such a bunch of bloody uneducated hypocrites and that's aimed at an educator yeah i mean this this blatant falsehood and misinformation was coming out of the mouth of somebody educating our children yeah yeah is that not a problem yeah yeah well 
it's a problem in plain sight because it's a problem that's actually been there for many, many, many years, but no one's ever really thought about it as a problem because what is school but really a brainwashing camp? Of course it is. You know, that's all it is. It's just there to prepare you for your laborious and boring existence. Mm-hmm. Working so for a faceless corporation. Well, yeah, as it's the United States, I imagine a massive lawsuit is incoming, yes. Probably. They're, yeah. they're very litigious over there, aren't they, John? Yeah, and I think that's a good idea in this case. I, I think so, too. Um, these educators, if they can't even get basic reality right, maybe they shouldn't be doing that job. Yeah. Just, just a thought. Just a thought. Anyway, John, let's let's move on. Let's move on. Kursk Airport. Do you remember Kursk Airport got att- got attacked by the Ukrainians the other day? Only last I didn't. But... Oh, it was only last week. A drone attack. Said they destroyed oh, something. Yes, yes, yes. Said they destroyed destroyed something like four SU thirties or something and a couple of Mig twenty nines and some other stuff and a air defense system. Well, mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody's lying. Right? Yep. Because satellite pictures came out the next day showing that there was no damage to the airport and there's no, there's nothing that looks like it's been burning or there's no blackened tarmac or anything. So, how did they clean it up so quickly? Magic. Magic. That's Magic. The magic, yep. the magic of propaganda strikes again. Yes. So, yes, indeed. So Ukraine have got another one out today saying they've attacked another airport and destroyed God knows how many IL-76s or whatever. So we'll just have right. to wait and see if we get satellite pictures of that the next day and see. That, I mean, I'm, I'm sure in the balance of probabilities that they'll get a plane eventually. <laughs> but it appears when they attacked Kursk, the stuff that you saw burning was nothing but their pitiful little drones lying on the grass. Yeah, yeah. We crashed drone into airport. Eh, great victory. Great victory. And then, obviously, Vlad sends out the wizard. Yeah. Out comes the wizard. Clean up the airport. Eh. (laughs) Got the pointy blue hat with the stars on it. So speaking speaking of um, assassination like you were earlier on. Yeah. What is the exit strategy for the US to get out of this mess that it's in called the Ukraine war? Or as the Russians would term it, a special military operation? Well, there's only two options. The the first one is the Tucker Carlson route, where we go, or they go, and and us by being dragged into a full-blown hot war with Russia, and there is no exit strategy. Um. And, and oh, oh, and Tucker also said that the US wouldn't win that war. Well, how could it? How could it? Right. And, I mean, let's just be sensible just for a tiny little minute, right? The US is not, even now, not on a war footing. Haven't increased mm-hmm. their output of arms, right? They've nothing left to fight with. They're also mm. 3,000 miles away at best, right? Mm-hmm. So... It was bad enough during the Second World War when the German U-boats would take out the odd convoy, or 15, mm-hmm. right? 
What's it going to be like when you've got modern day submarines taking out and anything that missiles. floats? Sorry? And hypersonic missiles. Yeah, exactly, because you know what? You can't you can't take an armored brigade. You can't fly it no. in, you know? You just can't fly it in. It's too big. It's got to come by sea. So America's not got the resources to do this. Well, the second option, second option is that Vladimir Zelensky is um, ended, shall we say. Yeah, I think I think that's it, a possibility. But you know what? By See if he is. Or by fleeing. See if he is ended. I think it might not be the Americans that do it. I think it might be his own team. Well, if, because... Well, because you don't know what can be believed. But there are allegedly telegram groups of Ukrainian soldiers that repeatedly dunk on him and say he's the problem. Yeah, well, he is. I mean, he's floating about the world, you know, hawking... On a begging tour, 24-7. Hawking Ukraine as what? I don't know. Fighting Mm -hmm. for your democracy. But basically, he's just wanting more and more money. Yeah. And he even had the and, audacity to say he wanted five billion Ukrainian whatever it is to um to to hold elections again. You're fighting for democracy. <laughs> what gets me and will will continue to get me is that they're so broke that they go to France on their begging tour when whilst he's on his begging tour, his wife is in a single shop spending a quarter of a million euros. Yeah. And one hour. In one hour. I've never seen that amount of money in my life. And where do you think that money came from? And I doubt it was their personal fortune. Put it that way. It came from people like you and me. Yeah, of course it did. Of course it did. So I think think we could see a military coup in Ukraine. I don't think we'll see one in Russia, but I think we might see one in Ukraine. Well, as you were saying to me earlier on, Wagner has pretty much been cannibalized into the Russian forces now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. So Prigozhin was <laughs> Prigozhin was buried unceremoniously with no great fanfare, right? In a a work working man's cemetery or whatever, which is fine. Was there a body to bury? Well yeah, apparently well yeah, it was a plane crash, remember? I mean the whole yeah. plane crash thing I mean, there's loads of theories about it. I still think Putin either knew, either did it or knew about it and didn't stop it, right? Yeah, I right? mean, have you seen that Matt Hancock-esque interview with Vladimir? He's got, oh no, precaution, what, what is sad there for? No. <laughs> it's so sad. And it it's just so cringeworthy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I think he what Putin said was... He was quite. He was. Um, he was a good businessman, but he made mistakes. <laughs> but he made mistakes. Well, it's like it's like if you guys ever seen the the one where uh, where Putin gets interviewed when the Kursk sank, and the guy goes, right. "What happened um, to the submarine?" You know, because that was that was the widowmaker thing, wasn't it? You know, it mm-hmm. was sitting on a bottom for a while, and then eventually they all died. But um, so he goes, what happened with that? You know, and he goes, it sank. <laughs> it just yeah, sank. The bottom of 
What yeah, more would you that? like me to say? It, you know, both already underwater and gone further down underwater, did not come back up. It sank. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. So let, let me address the chat, actually, because um, I don't know if you've got it on the list once again, but Tucker Carlson was going yeah. to interview Vladimir Putin. Until I'm not Washington sure that he is anymore. Stepped in. Because Washington did step in, and this is quite terrifying but also we, we covered this on monday yeah we did we just need to talk about it again because okay. do you think they're reading our messages john <laughs> definitely who do you think adam is he's a handler yeah we've known this for a long time adam you you, you don't have to hide it from us we've we've discussed this at great length we are aware that you are our handler yeah yeah. yeah, but yeah, yeah, they probably are. They probably got his odds two clowns again. They're getting it right. They're getting it right too often. What's going on? Uh-huh. See, this is uh, the problem. Adam, when, when you get it right too often, people go, hmm, they're getting it right. Well, we're too damn reasonable as well. Yeah. And that's the problem. Uh, Spencer says, does that mean I'm off the hook now? Um, I've got my eye on you. <laughs> We would never say there would just be one because you know Adam's like he's like a loose cannon. He could he could just go off reservation at any point. I've got, I've got my eye on all of you. <laughs> right. Um, so did you see? You didn't see the Tucker interview with Orban then? No, I haven't watched it, but I I will get round to watching it. Yeah. So basically, he said that he said that. They were talking about the pipeline, and they talked about Nord Stream briefly as well. And Orban said, you know, he didn't consider that Russia were to be looked at as terrorists when it came to the Nord Stream pipeline. He says, and if anyone, if anyone mucks with his pipeline, you know, that supplies gas to Hungary, he wouldn't be hanging back, and he would be, you know, giving them some strong um, encouragement not to do so. And he says, now, I, mean, I, wouldn't, again, I wouldn't be looking at Mr. Putin. I'd be looking further afield. Once again, right? Um, once again. Tucker Carlson said in an interview, I believe actually in Hungary, on stage, that the Biden administration blew up Nord Stream. He didn't mince his words. Mm-hmm. He said the Biden administration did it. Yeah, of course it did. I mean, Joe Biden practically admitted it before doing it. He said we were going to do it. But <laughs> he said it. We've got a short where he says, you know, we yeah. have, we've got a way of, um, we'll, we'll make it happen. We'll make it happen. That's what he said. Good night, Salini. How's she going to? Yes. It's 10 past 10. I think she's just going to sleep through Sound of Freedom. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Um, does she turn into a party animal when you take her out? I've I've watched her dance through the streets of London for over ten miles. Okay. Just nonstop. It's it's something to behold. It is a sight to behold. Right. I'm just sitting there on my scooter going alongside her, going, "How are you doing this?" So there's a study out, right? Which which I really have to take exception to, and I think it's a load of mince. I don't think it's correct at all. But the study says that beer goggles don't work. They don't make people look more attractive. 
I beg to differ. <laughs> I beg to differ. <laughs> Put it this way. The amount of people that have woke up the next morning next to someone and taken a look at them and gone, Oh, dear. <laughs> I think that's just anecdotal. Anecdotal evidence, of course, but... Yeah, but I think it's Something's right. happening, right? Adam says it's how his wife ended up with him. <laughs> Did she wake up and go... <laughs> And then he went, it's too late now, love. Too late. I've impregnated yeah. you. <laughs> We've already got a ring on your finger. Right. Um, <laughs> speaking of Progotion, let's go back to him briefly because according to the Daily Star, he's not dead. He's coming back. And he is actively plotting the downfall of Vladimir Putin as we speak right now. It was a body double on the plane, despite it being identified by both dental records and DNA. It was just a body double. Prigozhin is alive and well and plotting the downfall of Vladimir Putin. Daily Star, baby. Daily Star. Daily Star. Or The Daily Sunday Star Sport. is the Britain's National Enquirer. It's becoming the Sunday Sport. Which is Britain's National Enquirer. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. So there you go. So there could, yeah. be some, there could be some truth in it because, let's face it, who's telling you that it's been identified as but by DNA and dental records? Russia. Okay. Well, how do we know anything they're saying? Oh well, right, that's fine. But how do you know anything that anyone says is right? Mm. I mean, really, if you're living in a simulation, what does it matter? Well, that's a very, very good question. You know, that's true. Unfortunately, unfortunately, it's not the type of simulation where you can get matrix powers. Believe me, I've tried. Why do you think I'm in such a crippled state? The amount of buildings I've tried to jump off. Ask <laughs> <laughs> oh, me out. What? Ask me out. Ask you out. No, that's me out. Well, I don't mind doing a bit of a shorter show tonight because you've got plane to catch in the morning. You've yeah. got me out of beer. And I, well, I'm out of beer. I should really do my packing, shouldn't I? You haven't packed. Well, what's to pack? What time's your flight? Ten past nine. Ten past nine. And how far away is the airport? By taxi. Ten mm. minutes. Actually, that's not too bad, is it? That's not too bad at all. I tell you what, the next time the big Emirates thing comes over, I'll show you how low it is. Okay, okay. But do you know what, guys and girls, even if this is a shorter show tonight, I've actually enjoyed it. And I'm looking forward. Our next proper live show now is not going to be until Monday. Monday, 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 Monday. Monday. Yeah. yeah. And um, <laughs> Robin says 10 minutes to freedom. Yeah. So, uh, do you know the taxis costing a third of the cost of the flight? Yeah, that's probably that's. Pro Why isn't your wife driving you? Because she's working. She's got to watch the gym. The gym opens at half seven. Oh, you could get to the airport for half seven. Yeah, I could, but then she'd have to get from the airport back here. You could get to the airport for twenty past seven. I'll just get a taxi. She's falling out I mean, of me anyway, so I'm better. She always falls out of me when I go away. I don't know why. 
it's a, my I, wife I think it's a wrong time. Well, it's the wrong time to fall out with someone. My it? wife does the same. <laughs> it's, it's always a woman thing. Uh, always falls out of me if I'm going away. <sighs> what, ladies, ladies, tell us, is this a thing? If we go away, are you annoyed? Is this a, I know we've got some ladies in the chat right now, so come on, come on, let us know. No. Prudy? Sorry, my packing's going to take me about 10 minutes. It's like three T-shirts, three pairs of pants, three pairs of socks. <laughs> okay, we've got conflicting answers in the chat. Sophie says yes, and Judy says no. Yeah. Julie, do you ever, does, does, um, does Adam ever go away without you, though? Sophie says only because I'm jealous. Yeah. Do you know what? I think that's why my wife falls out with me. Because I go places like Disneyland and she doesn't. Yeah, but she does, does she like these places? Well, she's coming with me to Disneyland in October. Okay. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Trudy says, never bothered me. Sadly, they came back. Ooh. Are you allowed to take a, a razor blade on a plane? Uh, just make sure you put it in your little clear plastic bag thingy. All right. What? Clear put all your toiletries in a, cl in a clear plastic bag. Toiletries? I don't need toiletries. Oh, yeah, you, you get some free shit in the hotel, I guess. Yeah, well, if you don't, then I can buy some when I get there. Toiletries. Yeah, I'll take you to Tesco. It's all good. Tesco. Where there are no traffic lights, I might add. Good. And I have gone and checked. Good. With the intention. Anyway. Right. Uh... Thank you, one and all, for being here, of course. And if you've enjoyed it, don't forget to leave a like. If you're not subscribed to the channel already, please do so. And if you want to uh, support us even further, you, you can become a citizen of our fair country of Veradora at patreon.com forward slash chasing descent, Kofi, ko fi.com forward slash chasing descent, or indeed you can click the join button here on YouTube, where if you take the lowest uh, one here you become an asylum seeker you get veradora asylum seeker status at the lowest tier on youtube otherwise full citizenship for you anyhow john over to you um with that it's uh it's thanks from me and good night from him so welcome <laughs> welcome to um to having us <laughs> what am i trying to say no thank you for attending and that's been great you know for you! Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Yo! Got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. Six feet deep, wonder, but my body won't decay. Cause my messages are kinda so they put them on display. Oh yeah, I rap with a certainty. I have a sense of urgency, a message for eternity for everyone internally. I had some people burning me, but now they fucking learn to see. I ain't the one to fuck with. Now they looking nervously, and I don't really care what you think of me respectfully. You can kick rocks if you think you're fucking better. See, I will outwork you, turn you to an enemy. Hurt you so bad that you're gonna need. Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way
shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make Cause I don't give a fuck what you say Yeah, I'ma do shit my way So you can go kick rocks I'ma stack bricks up Build what I want to make